Your skin crawls as the unease that comes from hundreds of beady yellow eyes traveling all over your bodies reaches its tipping point. Soon the rustling of what sounds like thousands of leathery wings is drowned out by the rapid thumping of your beating heart. You tighten your grip on your weapon in anticipation for the bloodbath to come as hundreds of bats approach and surround you what do you do guys uh guys i don't like this we're being spooked yeah we're being spooked by those spooky bats steve says mind your manners <laughs> as i'm introducing you to my bat friends anyway brothers and sisters allow me to introduce we bats have excellent hearing allow me to introduce <laughs> our guests i yell out hello then ah, hi Anyway, so a bunch of bats pop out of the darkness and come and gather around you guys, and they're like, I don't know, sniffing would be rude, but they're bats. They're like kind of smelling the air around you guys, and one bat says, oh, Steve, you've outdone yourself. They're so fresh, uh, except maybe the skeleton fella. And the professor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the freshest of them all. <laughs> so I'm going to say... It's a little rude for you to sniff around us. I mean, as a as a corpse. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You stepped into our bat home, and you tell us what is polite etiquette in here? Uh, yes. How we're supposed to operate in our own house? As, as, as a guest, you... You don't know anything about bat guest rights. I guess we're kind of writing the rules as we go right now, since we don't really have a lot of guests. This is new and exciting. Oh, I can't wait to have some fun with our new guest, Steve. Wonderful job. Yes, Steve. Thank you for bringing us here. Anyone getting a weird vibe from these guys? Or is it just me? Yes. They. I'm getting an excited vibe. <laughs> oh, you read correctly. We're all very excited. Can I do like an insight or something? Go ahead. And the professor says, now, boys, I'm no adventurer, so I, I, I defer to you in that department, but I, I don't feel particularly safe right now. I got an 11. How safe do I feel? It's hard to gauge. The, the vibe they're getting off is all over the place. At some points, it's exciting, like you're a, like a birthday party, and at others, it, it does feel like you're about to die. Hmm. So, mixed feelings there. I have a good test for this, and I... Take a dagger out and cut my hand just a little bit <laughs> to, sh- to show blood. I, I, you know what? I had not planned for this. <laughs> they eat Eli. <laughs> a new Eli appears from the darkness. <laughs> no. <laughs> he gets dragged off and devoured. 
and Steve shows back up and he says, we kind of lost our cool there for a moment. I apologize. Uh, one thing to know about bats, it's clear you guys are new to bat culture, bat etiquette. Don't show us fresh blood. That's a, that's a big, that's a big no. That's a big no, no. I would advise against that as, as much as we try to be classy and refined and sophisticated. That always throws us off a little bit. We just can't help ourselves. Um, fortunately, a new Eli appeared, so you guys are good. Dolly mm-hmm. <laughs> is terrified right now. <laughs> is is Steve's like mouth just covered in blood? <laughs> I am standing behind anyone I can. Canonically, um, they didn't all drag you off and devour you, but they they definitely are having a hard time continuing this conversation not focusing on your open wound right now see it's working see their violent intent i'm standing away from eli <laughs> as i wave my armor steve uh, grabs some gauze and covers your hand and he's like let's just let's just cover this up shall we uh everyone it's cool it's cool they're with me we're friends this is what i've promised them i would show them the way to the crash site through the puzzle chamber and all the other bats go, oh, yes, the, the crash site. Oh, okay, yes, Steve, wonderful idea, wonderful. Have you been to the crash site? Oh, yes, of course. What's, uh, we bats know everything that happens in these caves. The crash site was, it's, it's not often that uh, things crash into the cave, so that was, that was news. Um, a, a welcome change of pace, I would say. You know what? I think going through these, this shortcut and, and skipping most of the puzzle chambers, you should have plenty of time to make yourselves at home, rest up a bit. In fact, I, follow me. I think, I think you're going to really like what I have to show you. Come along. All right. I got, I got nothing. I'm still a little weirded out by you guys, but I'll go with you. Well, I think they would have killed us by now. Um, Tholly, Tholly, as we walk from... Uh, one room to another is essentially using Morty as a shield. Just kind of like trying to put Morty in between him and as many bats as he can. Tholly gets a bonus to his AC. Yeah. You can wear Morty as a backpack, Tholly. <laughs> I could probably just wear Morty around me as like a bone suit. <laughs> that may happen at some point <laughs> in the future arcs. We'll figure it out. So, Steve sort of gestures for the other bats to like step off a little bit like clear the clear the path coming through and he guides you past all the bats this was a big uh multi-layered chamber where there was a bunch of bats on different levels all peering down at you and then several bats crowding around you and he he leads you straight through the center of the chamber where there's a, a pathway a very dark dank pathway and as you follow him you feel the air start to fill with moisture and ahead of you you hear sort of a bubbling and a hissing coming from um, behind a, a stone door at the end of the path. And Steve says, one moment, here we go, another fun surprise. Ooh, this day just keeps getting better and better. Ooh, here it comes. Just, just a second longer. I ready in action. <laughs> what action do you ready? Unarmed strike. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading uh, an action to jump behind Thali. <laughs> <laughs> I'm readying an action to dash as far away as I can. <laughs> Ooh, I see that you're all excited. 
and Steve is saying all this while pushing on a large latch jutting out of the wall. He's really muscling it forward, and it's moving along some grooves in the wall, and inside the wall you hear some like heavy scraping. Like that slides this door to the side, and you see uh, an illuminated massive chamber that you can see is filled with a series of different bubbling pools of water. And he says, welcome to our natural hot springs, or as I like to call it, our little slice of heaven. Oh. Oh. Well. And this is quite pleasant. So, Richard, do you hit Steve or what? Yeah, I punch Steve in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no more surprises. Just tell us what's behind oh, doors. I love surprises. <laughs> you should have seen the look on all your faces. I knew you'd like it. I knew you'd be excited. I just thought I would allow my good old friends to rest up a bit take a load off we'll bring you some food and drink and you can relax and we'll just fatten you all up you've earned some r and r as it as it is as it were ah uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. and the professor says steve as much as i appreciate the hospitality i must point out that time is of the essence And Steve says, no, 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 nonsense. Going through the puzzle chambers would take even the most competent heroes ages. You have plenty of time to take a load off. You just go in there and relax. Here are some nice fluffy towels. And we'll we'll be sending along some bats with some refreshments here in a bit. Yeah, this is the one opportunity. The professor is not taking the bust out of his lawn chair. (laughs) The professor busts out his lawn chair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The professor, like, sort of shrugs and goes, oh, yeah, one in Rome, boys, and gets completely naked and hops into one of the hot springs Jeez. and is boiled alive. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that last part. <laughs> boys, the water's fine. Uh, they got jets in here. I get naked, too. Holy shit. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do a cannonball. All right. Cool. I, I think Morty jumps in, but the power of the jets caused me to float. <laughs> Are there any settings on these jets? Um, there's no there's no bats in here right now. Okay, well, I, I think Ollie still just takes off his shoes and wets his feet and does not hop in the hot, the hot springs. <laughs> I pull Ollie in. Very, very nervous. <laughs> I don't know. You got my clothes all wet. Cody? Uh, no, this is just a chance for you guys to hang out and... Rest up a bit. Take a take a short rest or what or whatever. Take it. Take one of them short rests. I'm gonna regain some of them hit points. Then Morty's bones absorb some of the healing waters of the sauna, and he feels healthier. I guess I don't know how skeleton hit points work. It's just short rest. You, you use one of your hit diet and heal <laughs> mechanically. I know. Yeah, but narratively. <laughs> narratively, uh, I'm just floating all around on the on the top of the on the surface of the hot spring. One of the hot springs is a milk spring, and he's absorbing the calcium. <laughs> yeah, maybe I disconnect a little bit and let each little piece of me hover. <laughs> this float. is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> really get in those joints. Um, I would not go in the milk springs. <laughs> There's bones everywhere. <laughs> ah, this. This is relaxing. <laughs> you see floating in the milk springs bones you don't recognize. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a little concerning. Bones and one floating Morty head. After a while, 
um, some other bats you don't recognize show up with trays of food and drink. Uh, you got like little white cave dwelling fish that are all fried up and uh, some tempura shrimp and other tasty cave morsels, some grubs and fucking snakes and shit. I don't know mm-hmm. um, about the biodiversity in caves and drinks. You got some milk and some Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> And some Milkerade, which is a combination of the two. Uh, Did they fill up the cup from Morty's pool thing? <laughs> yeah, they just, they just dipped. They're like, I don't know why someone's swimming in the milk pool. This is where we this is where we drink our milk. This is <laughs> those bones. <laughs> Who put the we got our bat children to feed and what they got this bone water. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh bone marrow is a very nutrient rich. Yeah, you gotta make some some Morty broth. And they say, "Oh, we know how nutrient rich bone marrow is." I, I'm still getting a weird vibe from you guys, but mm-hmm. I, this is lovely. They leave, they leave with one of your bones from the pool. <laughs> okay, what? Which one did I lose? Uh, spinal cord uh, A four. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Know. That sounds important. <laughs> the one that holds it all together. Yeah, you know the linchpin bone. <laughs> no, they take the coccyx. That also seems really important. <laughs> Who's ever used a coccyx for anything other than hurting their coccyx? I don't, I don't know. even know what that is. That's your little. That's your tail nub. Oh yeah. Yeah, I. That's gonna make sitting a pain. No, it, if anything, it'll make it easier. <laughs> Morty, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, we'll see. Usually, looking forward to getting a tail. Ooh. Morty could get a tail, actually, if he wanted. We'll find out. <laughs> if you wanted to start using dog bones or something like that. <laughs> God, this is going to be a fun character to play over time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to get weird, man. You're stumble <laughs> um, across some dinosaur bones at some point. You're going to get oh, weird. Yeah. Morty-saurus. <laughs> ah, so, is, it, uh, is there anything going on in this room, Cody? So, there are multiple layers of sauna pools um, all throughout kind of like a tiered sauna and with varying sizes of different pools and, and varying temperatures level of milk and varying liquids yeah there's one with milk and at the far end of the sauna what well, you can sort of see through the the steam coming from the saunas uh, at the other end of the chamber is what looks to be a doorway that's completely blocked with a slab of stone. I vote Dolly goes checks. Yeah, you know more about stones than the rest <laughs> of the us. the stone guy. <laughs> Mr. Stone, that's what they call me. And you're already out of the pool, essentially. That is true. I'll go check it out. You said it's in front of a doorway? Yeah, it's just like there's a... Uh, like a cutout of a doorway in the wall, basically. That's what it, and that's all it looks like, because it's completely blocked up with the stone. How big is this stone? I'm gonna go over there. Uh, it it fits the doorway perfectly. Okay, but how big is that? The doorway size? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> standard door. <laughs> standard. Standard door size. Standard standard door. Is this like a double door situation? Does this change things? It could be a double door situation. That's a big rock. That's oh. what I'm saying. That's twice as wide. Oh, crap. We're dealing with a double door situation. <laughs> double doors here. This changes everything. My goodness. It's just, I'm just saying, that's a big rock. This is why we brought the stone guy. <laughs> yeah, it's about 
<laughs> it's about he knows too much about stones more than the deep. You gotta know about your rocks. It's about eight feet tall and uh, like five or six feet wide, and it's an arched doorway, and it is completely filled with one solid slab of stone. Just one big stone. Mm-hmm. Does this look like it was cut to fill this archway? Like it is it like that, or is it something that looks like it fell here? Uh, you can do an investigation cool. check. I'm gonna to... check that then. I could just give it to you, I guess. It's information I want you to have. So. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a twenty to my investigation. Well, shit. Okay, good. So you, you surmise that it is actually the stone slab is much larger than the door, Whoa. because you can see that the, there's like the the doorway which is cut into the wall. And then, like an inch in, is where the stone slab starts, and you can it. It seems like it goes completely to the edges, and maybe even beyond. So it's just like this big slab of stone is blocking the door. But you you theorize that you could move it somehow. Eli and Morty, we got a big slab over here. Based off based off of the texture, like the grain on the stone slab, you gather that it moves up and down. Hmm. Fancy. Probably keeping something out. Best to leave it alone, Tolly. Mm, well, if you say so. But I'll come entertain your little <laughs> side thing. So I get out of the pool and start heading there. Yeah, you pull your dick out of the jet and you head over to Tolly. <laughs> I think I snap together and head up that way as well. Where's my fucking coccyx? You saw my tailbone. You noticed your tailbone is missing. Oh, well, I'll just have to find a new one. You hear what sounds like someone sucking marrow out of a tailbone uh, <laughs> outside of the sauna. Well, again, it is pretty new. It is pretty nutritious, so. If Morty could eat, he would have done that himself. Yeah, I head over with the rest of them. Cool. All right. What are you guys going to do? I think this thing can move up and down. Yeah, so with your investigation check, the it, the, it looks like the, the slab has been scraped a lot vertically, so you surmise that you could, if you could lift it up, you'd be able to get through. All right. Muscles and bones. Yeah, let's, let's see how this works. Uh, uh, I'm going to actually do a... What do you like, crowbar? <laughs> I do have a crowbar. I might use that, but uh, I, I want to see if there's any kind of... You didn't give that back to Thali after it's not your leg anymore. It, That's Thali's crowbar. It's still my. It's still my leg. Yeah, I lost track of whether that was his leg or not. You anymore. got new bones, baby. Well, I I only replaced the torso part. I thought <laughs> you you just you walked past a pile of legs. And you're like, saw no some, thanks. Saw I got a crowbar. God. He likes that crowbar. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I did keep the crowbar. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and. Just, I want to look to see if there's any mechanisms or mechanics to this at all. Like, so you're going to do a perception check? Uh, I I think I'm going to do more of a. I I want to phrase it more like an intelligence check to see if, like, if there was a system. I want to use the stat. I have a lot of. Well, <laughs> it's it's investigation. Yeah, it would be more of an investigate. Thali did just roll a twenty. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's true. And what I discovered was that it can go up and down, or has. Okay. So so and and if you if you if you were to ask Thali, he would tell you that there is no mechanism as far as he can tell. Okay. 
Well, then, I guess, uh... It's one of those natural slab doors. Here, uh, hold this crowbar for a sec. Hold my beer. <laughs> well, then, okay. Hold my crowbar? Okay. Uh, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wedge my crowbar in... I missed you, crowbar. Or wedge the crowbar I'll into back. <laughs> the bottom. And let's heave ho. My favorite crowbar. Wait, you had Tholly hold it, and then you wedged it into the door. Uh, right? You just, like, kick the crowbar. Yeah, let's flip. kick it. That, let's do that. Let's reverse, <laughs> flip it, rewind it, and reverse it. All right, let's bop it. Because <laughs> Tholly's never going to give that crowbar back. Yeah, that's his. Uh, and let's lift it. All right, cool. So you'll have advantage on this strength check to try to lift this door. Well, I rolled the same number twice. Um... Is it athletics or pure strength? Athletics. Let's do that. Okay. I got a 19 total. Okay, cool. I got 14. It doesn't remotely budge. Well. Well. Um, back to the Jets. Yeah, back to the hot tub. I guess this is for not then. Goodbye, slab. Hmm. Uh, have you, have you looked around any further other than just looking at the store? Could we ask them to open it? Door open, please. No, not the door. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you ask? (laughs) Let's ask the professor if he has any ideas. The professor seems busy with the jets. (laughs) Are you you going to roll a a perception check? Yeah, might as well. I got a natural one on my perception check. (laughs) Okay, well, you don't know. You're... You're distracted by the professor having fun with the Jets. I got 12. Six. Well, I'll just give it to Richard. <laughs> 12 is high enough. <laughs> the, the room is pretty well lit. It's filled with a lot of steam from the saunas, though. But when you look around, your eyes catch a glimpse of a shiny, sort of sparkly object in the ceiling, in the center of the room. Up there. Something shiny. Shiny. So, uh, how high up is it? Uh, it's probably about 25 feet up. All right. I'm going to. What's my jump? Not 25 feet. Is it not? <laughs> That'd be pretty <laughs> impressive. I have st- Step of the Wind that can double my jump. Actually, you could probably get pretty close. Okay. Mm, I'm, I'm reading this jump calculator. It's pretty. Your high jump is three feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the actual rules as written are fairly realistic to the actual ability of humans to jump, Yeah, which is I, not good. Guys, I'm sorry. I don't think I can jump 25 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys think highly of me. But you did get to the center of the room to at least attempt a 25-foot jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It dawns on you for the first time that you can't jump 25 feet. Oh, okay. But... Since you've gotten closer, you do, uh, you're able to get a better look at what it is. And it looks to be a golden seal. Very, very thin gold piping embedded into the rock in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's a circular seal, and it's depicting... The seal depicts a circle composed of two arrows following each other. And you notice, you also notice that none of the runic knots are reaching the seal. Are they like leading somewhere else, or they they're, they lead like all throughout the room, the the lines of blue glowing runes, but 
uh, they they only ever go within two feet of the seal without reaching it. Hmm. I vote shoot it with a crossbow. I have a a bow bow. Morty has that arm. That's true. Well, I wouldn't count that as a crossbow either. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. We could shoot it. Yeah, I'm just gonna give it to you. Nothing really happens. It just sort of pings off. Yeah, I, I'm guessing we need to somehow get up there and rotate it. But I'm guessing you missed. <laughs> All right, I'm going back to my milk bath. I, oh, Morty! Oh, oh Morty, giving back. up. These guys are. We're like guests here. What uh, if we shoot it twice? What if you shoot it with two arrows and make them follow each other yeah, when we, they hit? we we both shoot it? What does that even mean? <laughs> two people at once. <laughs> what if you shoot Morty's arm up there to have it do something? Can you control your limbs when they're not attached to your core? Uh, uh, God, how the fuck do you work? So, actually, <laughs> mechanically, I already planned my next level, but next level, I'm gonna make something like that happen, where I can control my <laughs> limbs. We gotta train Morty now. We gotta, you gotta do some push-ups. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, we got some, like, bat people out there. Maybe they can help. I don't trust them. I have no reason to not trust them. They've done nothing but nice things for us so far. The professor finally gets out of the pool and comes over to you guys. And he's like, Boys, what in the hell are you doing? We only have so much time to be spending in this relaxing sauna, and you're up here just standing around in the in the nude, looking up at the ceiling. I, 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 I know I'm no adventure, but I profess... I am perplexed. I confess. I confess. Profess. I, I like the... Uh, he's a professor. <laughs> so I profess. Profess. Uh, Trying to solve a puzzle. A pu- what, what, what are we looking at, boys? Maybe I can lend my professorial brain to the problem? There looks to be a twist of them up there that we need to rotate. Do you have any... Uh, Gadgets, something helpful, still some sort of extendable arm. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, that I'm fucking Batman. <laughs> I, let me go get, let me go get my bat wing. Do you have one of those like punchy arms that shoots out? Uh, I got, I got rope. That's a start. Is that handy? Why, why do you got that? <laughs> I've got ball gags. I got duct tape. I got anal beads. Getting further away. <laughs> How how rough is the ceiling? Uh, the ceiling's pretty rough. Is there any place that is kind of... I could get an angled shot with my trident into? Like embed it kind of sideways? Yes. Yes, there are some stalactites on the ceiling nearby that you could angle your trident into if you throw it. All right, I got a plan. Tie the rope to the trident, throw my trident, and then Eli, you climb up there and you twist the twist them. Mm, worth the shot. Sounds like a solid plan. I chuck it. Alright, do it. I got a 12 plus some numbers. That would be 16 total. Okay. Yeah, you chuck it with sufficient force to get the trident lodged into the side of the stalactite. Alright, Eli, get up there. Can I jump to it? Do I have to climb or make multiple jumps? Uh, do you guys have rope or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we still... He tied rope to it. Yeah, you can, you can just climb the rope then. Oh, well that's boring. <laughs> Or if you want, you can jump 20 fucking feet. (laughs) (laughs) Back to plan A. Back to plan A. (laughs) Plan A. All right, I climbed the rope. 
All right, cool. Can I reach it now? Uh, you can reach near the seal, yeah. And you notice on the ceiling, near the seal, when you follow the path of the runic lines, it leads to a section of ceiling where it just stops suddenly. But there's like a, a groove in the ceiling. Like it seems to be like a circle. It's cut into the ceiling. And there's more runic lines within the groove, but they're turned facing perpendicular. So they're not continuing the path. Yeah, I give it a good old turn. Spin that wheel. All right, you spin that wheel. And when it connects to the runic line, it completes the path and reaches the golden seal that illuminates and gives off a nice golden light and a little ping. And very suddenly, without any notice at all, the whole room flips. Ah. And... All the water in the saunas and the milk, milk bath, milk, all rushes towards what is now the floor, which used to be the ceiling. And is spiky stalactites. Yes. So Morty <laughs> and Tholly make deck saves to see if you can avoid stalactites. That's a natural 20. I also rolled a natural 20. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> What a what a terrible use of natural twenties! You guys successfully avoid the stalactites. I feel like Morty falls and then s- the spikes go through all the cracks in his bones. <laughs> Why is that a natural twenty thing? Like it's just perfect. Like it's just exactly perfect to where I'm not injured at all. Blind perfection. The stalactite punctures your soul. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and the professor's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What happened to the professor? He's in the fucking room with you guys. What do you mean? Uh, he just got lost to the other side of the room. Did he get spiked? He he did not get spiked. Very dexterous professor. But now but now the floor is covered in uh, milky hot water. Gross. And you hear also, like, a fraction of a second after the gravity shifts in this chamber, a big thud. Oh, so the gravity shift, it didn't, like, completely flip around, right? Is that how it worked? Yeah, pretty much the ceiling became the floor. The whole room didn't flip or anything. Okay. I look over at the door. All right. You look over at the door, and that pathway is now open. Well, now I gotta find another 25 feet to get up there. No, the the way the ceiling slopes, it, it like leads right to the, the door. Okay. Suck it, bats! And I start heading <laughs> out. The professor's just like, all right, you boys, go ahead. I'm just gonna... That's, that's an alarming thing to happen. I'm going to need a minute. You boys go ahead. The bats are going to steal you and eat your bones. I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you. <laughs> I'll come along. Do we want these bats following us? Well, you notice the other side of the room, that door is closed now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we ruined their sauna. We don't have a choice. They're not going to follow us. <laughs> All right. So you you boys and the professor are walking to that, that new pathway that's opened up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so when you enter this new room, you hear what sounds like humming and the scratching of quill on parchment. And inside you see a series of solidly built bookshelves that reach clear from the floor to the ceiling, covered in hundreds, maybe thousands of books in various heights and thicknesses. And between the malls, all sorts of other odds and ends. You got skulls and solariums, hourglasses and calendars and novelty shot glasses and so on. I grab a calendar. All right, you got a calendar. It's <laughs> several years old. At the far end of the room, you see a desk 
And behind that desk, where you hear the humming coming from, you see nothing but a large pile of coats. But as you look more closely at the coats, uh, you see that they're they're like an arm of one of the coats is moving, and that's where the the writing scratching noises are coming from. As you see a, a quill move across a page. Ah, this is just frankly unnerving. Mm-hmm. And the professor, you you hear my. Oh, Oh my god, boys, do you have any idea what this is? No. Uh, uh, Neither do I, but it's fascinating. (laughs) Yes. Excuse me, Mr. Coat, man. Mmm, guests, it's been a while. Come come in, come in. Make yourselves comfortable. Hello, sir. Hi. Would you care care for some tea? Sure, yes. You see all the coats kind of rise and form up into a, a, a big, burly man shape. And it moves over to a little stove nearby and puts on a kettle. And it says, I am so happy to have you here. My name is Tatorian. And I am the best friend you're ever going to have. Because I will take what you have to offer and give you things in exchange that you'll like. <laughs> <laughs> I got to check my pockets. I don't think I have anything except for you don't have like, anything a, to offer. like a crowbar. I only had a crowbar. Uh, As a special reward for finding me, which is a a rare challenge, I will give you all one item. Or improve for you one item you already have. All you have to do is reach inside one of my portals. And he pulls open one of his coats and reveals a a very, I don't want to say Lovecraftian, it's something, it's hard to describe, which is why I say Lovecraftian, because you've never seen anything like this, but it, it almost seems like all of time and space is bending around the inside of his, the, the coat that he opened up. And it's just reach your little hand inside and pull out whatever's there, and it's yours. Or put something you already own into another one of my portals, and you'll find it's changed. It's only a little bit more terrifying than all those bats. I mean, it's up to you. If you don't want to do it, that's your choice. I reach into that portal. All right, you reach into the grabbing an item portal? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm not a good DM. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't plan for this. What? Uh, I didn't plan items for you guys. I thought this could be more of a conversation. Oh, yeah. What do you want, basically? You know, it's more. It's like, what do you want? And maybe I'll give you something that matches what you want. Maybe I won't. Who knows? We'll see. I'm not a good DM. So what do you want, Tholly? What makes sense for Tholly? I don't know. I mean, what would be good for a lying rogue? You're lying? <laughs> this whole time? <laughs> you pull out a weird-looking device that looks like a kazoo. Hell yeah. Only the ends... Uh, aren't open like a kazoo. They're, they're like plugged up. And he says, now that is an interesting device. I've only seen a handful of those. Uh, I put it up to your throat. Mm, okay. I, I put it up there. And uh, you feel a weird warm sensation along your throat and up and down your vocal cords. And speak any voice. Any Any voice? Any voice. Do do a Morty voice. Do a Morty voice. <laughs> oh my god, it works. Perfect. That was that was pretty good. 
So Steven uh, gets an item that allows him to emulate any voice, which will give him advantage on deception checks as, as long as he's impersonating someone or whatever. I don't care. So I got an idea for mine. Um, okay. I'm going to go to the improvement portal. You want flesh. <laughs> no, no. No. Don't give him no. flesh again. Just please. reach. Di- I'll dip your whole skeleton body in here and you'll come out a real boy. So I don't <laughs> want that at all. Uh, but I do want to dip part of myself in there titanium bones titanium bones i i i knew at least that part i figured you want to dip on inside me i could see it in your eyes all right uh, so <laughs> that, aren't, that aren't there so what i do is i uh which part hold on which part hold on hold on <laughs> i'm gonna grab my scythe with one hand no scythes and i'm gonna take my arm off with the scythe still held in that hand and dip that in there you're turning your arm into a scythe is that the plan here? So, there are a lot of ways this could go. <laughs> I'm either combining my arm and the scythe together, or uh, my arm becomes, some, or the scythe becomes sort of some sort of bone scythe, or my arm becomes some sort of scythe arm. We'll see what how we want to take this. People just keep thinking I'm evil. I just have this scythe arm. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I have a scythe arm. Stop making assumptions about <laughs> skeletons. Tatorian looks at you taking your arm off and dipping it inside <laughs> one of his portals, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? I've never seen that one before. And after he says that, the whole scythe gets sucked up into his portal with him. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <sighs> sorry, sometimes that happens. It's a, like a reflex. Killed the toy. Um, <laughs> and he's like, hold on a second. And he kind of like scrunches down and all of his coat, coats kind of collapse a little bit. And then he, he pops back up and your bone arm shoots out without a scythe. Oh, well, let's see what this is. I, I plug it back in. Okay, you plug it back in. Mm-hmm. So when you make a fist, your forearm extends and a scythe comes out. It's like it's like Wolverine or whatever. Oh, so, uh, is it a bone scythe? Yeah, it's a very fragile bone. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. No, it's a blade. It's a blade. Okay. Whoa. Well, that's cool. So you got it. You got your bone scythe arm. And he's like, now that is a scythe and an arm together. We just made Morty a Wolverine. <laughs> You're a Wolverine now. <laughs> <laughs> a wolverine board <laughs> yeah this will be fun <laughs> swinging around morty enjoys ways to kill things hey i'm not evil now this new bone scythe its specialty is that it'll make it much easier to kill victims <laughs> it'll if, if you have evil plans this will ex- expedite them Yes, it's it's a good fit for you, I can tell. I'm not evil. I just... Oh, sure. Uh, who was it here again who asked for the bone scythe arm? A good defense is a, a strong offense. Or the other way around, you know. Thali gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you? So I, I walk up. Professor? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, what should I get, boys? I don't even... Um, Put your lawn chair in it. Lawn chair. He was—he actually is going to do that. Hold on. I'll, I'll be back in a second. Hold on. This is one of my most prized possessions. Um, and I'm so curious what you could do to possibly improve on it. And he sticks his lawn chair inside of Tutorian. And it comes out. He pulls his arm out of the, the portal. And the lawn chair is gone. He's like, what the... But when he makes a fist, it pops out of his arm. 
and Tutorial. It's like, I was inspired by that same thing. I thought this could be fun. And the professor's like, thank you so much. Now I don't have to worry about carrying around this big old armchair and I can summon it whenever I please. And he makes a fist and sits there. I don't know how I could ever repay you, Tutorial. This is amazing. I'm like a Wolverine, boys! A much cooler Wolverine. Oh my god. Swinging around. <laughs> Look at this, boys. <laughs> Call Professor Xavier. <laughs> Give me some yellow spandex. I'm ready. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richard, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, young boy, how can I make your dreams come true? Be very too? careful not to wish for any claw-like <laughs> arm attachments. I approach him with my my boots off. You want to dip your feet in me? No, no. I want to dip these boots in there. Oh. I just want to jump 25 feet. <laughs> What's the jump? I knew it. I knew <laughs> I it. I was about to say. So I toss him in there. All right. Um, he spits out flip-flops. <laughs> flip-flops. Yeah. I put them on. So it's like wearing flubber on your shoes. <laughs> Remember the movie Flubber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Robin Williams. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. It's like wearing flubber on your shoes. You have a slight bounce to your every step now. Ooh. Once per day, you can jump 25 feet with your flubber flops. I start bouncing around. All right. You use up today's uh, <laughs> charge. Oh, my. Ah. Another batch of happy customers. Next time you see me, if you ever do see me again, I take gold. You will keep giving us this for free. No, this is a one-time deal unless you want to go inside this portal. <laughs> and he opens up a portal behind him. And a piercing oh, scream fills the room. And it starts sort of sucking you guys towards it. Uh. And then he, right before... Right before Eli goes in, he closes it and says, like, I take gold. What about jelly beans? Do you like jelly beans? <laughs> you like jelly beans? I'll, I'll take those, too. Those are just fine in my book. To be entirely honest, we've been on a quest for a couple weeks now, and we have not seen a single coin. And the professor pulls out a bag of jelly beans. He's like, I want another. <laughs> and he hands the Torian some jelly beans and reaches his hand in another one of the portals. <laughs> he, he pulls out a cool pair of sunglasses and he looks at Tatorin and he's like what what does it do and Tatorin says other than looking cool and he leans into the professor and whispers in his ear and the professor's eyes go wide oh no and the professor says now that's some jelly beans right there boys pervy sunglasses <laughs> oh thanks thanks for stopping by here's the tea I promised you except for you Eli since you didn't want any once you're done you can leave Make sure to shut the door behind you. Is there like a, a, a separate... Is Are we going back it out the way we came in, or is there a second yeah, door? Yeah, another door? Crash side there door? Is no, there is no other way out of here, unless okay. you want to go through one of my portals. Does the portal take us to a crash site? Yeah, the, you have one that goes out near this crash site we're looking for? Who knows? I would hope you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special little surprise. Get the fuck out of my room. Okay. Oh. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Very well. Yes, uh, yep. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Are you guys satisfied with your items? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And the professor responds to the DM and says, more than satisfied. <laughs> well done, DM. Swinging his chair arm around. 
<laughs> so does the scythe the scythe comes out of the side of my arm or out of my fist? You got a scythe that comes out of your fucking arm. Why do you got it? Why do you got to pick I, it apart? I, I just don't like a get horse in the mouth. He no. wants to know the uh, the mechanics here. The mechanics of it. The mechanics. Just because I could use it for other things. You make a fist and it just sort of comes out the top. Okay. Like a big punchy scythe blade. That's cool. That I'm imagining I'm gonna use it to climb at some point. <laughs> So <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> you boys need to take a load off, maybe sit down for a bit. <laughs> um He put he puts the launcher out for one of you guys to sit. His hands just out there. And he takes I'm I'm Come on, take it take it for a spin. Come on, Morty. I'm I'm good. Thank you so much. Morty Morty, take it for a spin, Morty. Come on. Your bones look weary, Morty. You wanna take a seat? I can tell. Eli Tholly, any takers? <laughs> Someone please sit in my chair. All right. <laughs> Cozy, comfy, feels nice, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, it feels like a long rest. <laughs> uh, Eli gets a long rest. All his spell slots are refilled. Yeah. The professor unclenches his fist and you fall to the ground. <laughs> anyway. Cool, so you guys are back in that room. And you hear Tatorn yell, close the door! Yeah, we turn the dial back. All right. Do you prepare yourselves this time so the fall isn't as alarming? Uh, yeah. Uh, I try and land in the pool, like where the pool would be. Right. The, you might land there before the water does, though. Yeah. So. Oh. The professor aims his chair above him so he'll land in his chair. <laughs> God, the professor got the best ability. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do shit in this situation. You could you could bounce with your flubber That's shoes true. and try to time it. Yeah, I'm just going to turn the flubber on so when I impact, it's just fl- flubbery. Okay, cool. It absorbs the the fall. That's another cool thing. Maybe that's a it's a one the flubber shoes are one charge per day per rest, per long rest, but you did just long rest. Yeah. Um so you turn the dial and it flips back and the Torian's door closes and the original door that you came through opens up again and you see Steve kind of fall forward because he was like leaning against it or pushing against it. There you are. I was worried about you guys. It, it, I've never seen that happen before. The door just closed up by itself. And what the fuck happened to the milk bath? It's all over the bloody place. Steve, did you lock us in here? Me? I did no such thing. All I've been is kind and considerate and courteous to you. And you're all saying these terrible things about bats all the time, accusing me of locking you in. No, no. I was, just, I was worried sick about you out there. Steve, I appreciate it. You're, you're, you seem pretty nice now. Um, listen, you got a weird coat guy living inside your Morty. Bath. <laughs> Whoa, Morty. Morty. I interrupt, or Morty, or stop him. Excuse me. <laughs> he, he missed. He, it was just a coat rack that Morty saw in his imagination. Are you all trying to withhold something from no. your No. 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 Aren't supposed to be buds. Never. So where did the professor get that armchair thing? <laughs> <laughs> he found it. <laughs> so I think we should just be honest with them. There's no reason to lie. Ah. They've only been nice. No to reason us. to lie between friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lie about that coat rack that Morty saw. He's got a very active imagination. Morty thought he saw a coat rack. Yes. Uh, Morty goes to point up at the seal. <laughs> Steve goes, 
Yes, that's been there for some time now. We know. This is our sauna. <laughs> Have you ever gone up there and twisted it? Uh, never occurred to me. Let's give it a shot. And he jumps 25 feet in the air. And, turns it, and the whole room tumbles. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, Steve goes and talks to Tutorian. And he comes back and he's got a big fucking sword that's on fire and shit. Oh, fuck. So, this is awesome. This is why we shouldn't have let him there. No. Can't wait to tell all my bat friends. It's been you've been really nice and kind and courteous. Thank you so much for being such a good host. Yeah, he says no problem. And then his fire sword folds up into just a hilt. So this is really cool. What do you guys get? I like sh- oh, flip flops, cool. <laughs> I show him the like bone scythe thing. I got a magical kazoo. I pretend to blow out of it. And uh, when Steve sees the, sees the bone scythe, he's like, sure, hope you don't lose that arm. Eh. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get something else. <laughs> Always more arms. Anyway, um, come along. We best we best be off. Don't you want to be there uh, before the other professor, was it, beats you to your prize? You've rested mm-hmm, qu- mm-hmm. for quite some time now. Yeah. That is, yes. Those were nice baths. Maybe put some clothes on first. Oh, yes. I'll wait. I put my pants back on. I mean, I don't hate the view, but... <laughs> yeah, we get dressed, we head out. Especially you, Morty. Is that a... Oh, man. Is that a hole where your coccyx should be? That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Steve says, All right, the final leg of our journey is here. Just a little a little further, going to go back through the little bat area. Don't mind the, don't mind the bats. And then we're going to head off and be best friends and companions together on, our, on this adventure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, so you guys follow him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So he leads you through uh, a network of tunnels from the inside of the, the bat chamber where all of his bat friends were hanging out. And so you guys are, are walking around, and then you eventually get to a huge tunnel. And he's, he says, ah, you know what? It it just now occurred to me that I'm a, I'm a father. I've got a bat wife and a bat child. I can't go gallivanting off on some wild adventures with you guys. As much as I'd love to join your group, fellas, I might I might have to pass. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Can, can we have that flame sword? I, I don't know what you're talking about. But never <laughs> fear. It's just a straight shot down this long, dark, rancid-smelling path. Should spit you out right at your final destination. Can't miss it. I guess this is where we part ways, Steve. Yes. And he... Goes, he shakes all your hands. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. I hope we I hope we run into each other again. And who knows? It's it's very dangerous in these caves. Uh, if my whole family dies, I'll look you up. I can only hope. Yes. <laughs> and ooh, oh god, he kind of like hugs himself. It's it's a little drafty down here from this tunnel in particular. So I'm just gonna close this big door that's immovable from that side. Yeah, why don't we oh, grab a coat right behind you? Closet. Best of luck. Oh, just keep going down that path. Yeah, there you go. And he shuts he shuts a big storm door behind you guys. Well, what a good guy. Bye. Bye. That was only a little bit weird. So we head down this passageway? Cool. Walking down the tunnel eventually opens up into a very, very big, perfectly dark black chamber. And what do you guys do? That's where you are. What are you doing? Make a perception check. So, Thali, uh, with your dark vision, 
you see, again, that this chamber is filled with multiple pools of water. But it is huge. I'm gonna, yes, I got a 17. 17? Okay, cool. So right next to you guys at the mouth to this, leading into this giant chamber, is another one of those latches that you saw uh, Steve push on before that illuminated the sauna. I push on that. Do it. I see a latch. I push it. Okay, cool. It's very heavy, and you hear the same sort of like grinding noise from the inside the wall as you push it, and the whole chamber starts to illuminate. And it takes like a little bit of time for the light to reach the far end, and you can't even really see it all because there seems to be some mist and atmosphere down here. Look at that. That's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, but when it happens, the floor starts to vibrate. Mm. Don't like that. Maybe we should uh, duck down behind something as I duck down behind something. Yeah. So you duck down behind Thali. <laughs> I ready an on-arm strike. I just want to say, if you're going to hide behind someone, I am. you don't hide behind the wizard. You know, like you don't hide behind a paper bag. No, I'm, I, I was saying going down to the... <laughs> I mean, you're not a wizard, you're a rogue, aren't you? The rogues aren't much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to hide behind, like... Is there any of the pool, do they have like a lip to them or are they just... Yeah, yeah, you can hide in the pools if you want. Yeah. Alright, I, I hide in there too. Sure, we're all in, we're all in a pool together. And some, some weird snake man pops up out of the water and he's like, starts kicking you. Get out of here, this is my, oh, my spot. Jesus. And uh, you see a massive silhouette approach and with each step you feel the chamber... Uh, vibrate and the silhouette seems to be in vaguely in the shape of a crab you can't tell exactly either that or a giant spider but you do hear a booming voice and it says mm. you aren't bats this is a treat <laughs> do you not like bats we can get some bats you have the courage to speak. I like that. We stop speaking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The bats supply me with the occasional meal, and I don't destroy every single one of them. And it seems they've delivered onto me a special treat. Oh. There's a snake man over here of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of eating fucking bats and fucking snake people. And the snake man swims back under the water after saying, <laughs> You're on your own! <laughs> That's all they ever seem to bring me down here. I think you'll do nicely. Dang it! Morty, what are you worried about? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just really disappointed in uh, Steve. I trusted that guy. I never trusted him. Well, you're you're mean. Also, I think this is just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for this week of the Battle Buddies. Leaving it off on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they're going to make themselves a giant new crab friend. We'll see next time. Thank you so much for listening and joining us on our little sauna adventure. Always, always keeping you on your toes here at the Battle Buddies Incorporated. And thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for creating the theme song to the Battle Buddies. It's just as good as it's always been, which is the best song ever. So thank you sincerely for that. And the rest of her music 
is just as amazing, and you should go check it out at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com. And if you want to do us a big solid, a huge big favor that we will never pay back, you should go to radbotproductions.com. That is where this podcast lives. We are Radbot Productions. Who knew? And there are other things that we work on. We've got uh, our other podcast, Disposable Worlds, and comics that we do on Instagram at Radbot Comics. Uh, you could also follow us on Instagram, The Battle Buddies. We're pretty easy to find and see art that we release for every episode that, that helps you sort of fill in what you imagine for these characters. So go and take a gander at that. And then tune in for the next episode, which will be out October 14th. See you then.